0: Today on the Zabecast, a busy Monday of Sports Talk Radio gold, Jerry. Gold, I say! Sam Darnold traded by the Jets and Francesa's best mush ever. Paul Pierce fired by ESPN after his Instagram party went viral. The Rangers host a full house and it was glorious. Hubert Davis is in at Carolina and Aaron Charles Rogers gets roasted in his first day hosting Jeopardy! Your 45 minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go!
1: Oh, ho, 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 ho. Here we go!
0: Tuesday, April 6, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Could today get any more content rich than possible? I have no idea if it could. Today's podcast will have no mention. Of the NCAA championship game because, as we like to say, it will have ended too late for this edition of The Newspaper. It's not a newspaper, it's a podcast. You get my point. I'll be asleep as soon as the final gun goes off. Gun? As the final horn goes off. As they're playing One Shining Moment, uh, I will be already uh, on my way to bed so I can wake up as fresh and bright as possible. For my morning show on 97.3 The Game out of Milwaukee, do tune in via the iHeartMedia app. Okay, so that'll be on Wednesday. Full recap. I got a great news for you, though, to recap the National Championship game. One Adrian Dantley will join myself and Carol inside the Mobile Strike Studio for our Tuesday Power Lunch at the Palm. Yes, that Adrian Dantley from NBA fame who lives in the Maryland area and is now a crossing guard for the school district. That's the way to retire right there. Full benefits, light work, and you got all day to play golf in between helping kids cross the street. But Adrian Dantley, NBA superstar, uh, legend with the Pistons and other teams, will join us uh, tomorrow on the Power Lunch, and we'll break down the game in full. Meanwhile, my God, where do we start? Let's start with the Sam Darnold trade He's gone from the New York Jets. Yes, indeed. Traded to the Carolina Panthers for a, let's get the actual numbers here. Uh, this would be a second round pick. Uh, Adam Schefter. Sam Donald to the Panthers for a sixth rounder this year. But then the Panthers will have to, or the Jets will have to wait until next year to get a second and a fourth round pick. That's not much, but it's something. So, a two and a four that you have to wait a year for, and that's significant. And then a sixth rounder this year, which is pretty much dumping the guy. Uh, this brings us to the greatest, uh, well, a couple receipts here from Funhouse. Colin Cowherd tweeted back in January of 2019 Adam Gase plus Greg Williams plus Sam Darnold. Anyone know where I can pre order my 2020. AFC Championship tickets at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> Wrong. Adam Gase unemployable as a head coach after how bad he was. Greg Williams virtually unemployable as a loose cannon, rogue defensive coordinator, and Sam Darnold just sent away for pennies on the dollar. But again, I've said this before. I'll say it one more time, louder for those in the back. Being right does not. Pay. Being right in this business, in the opinion business, and sports doesn't pay. I still believe in trying to be right as much as I can, but some people just realize that there's there's no point. Better to be outrageously wrong than to be down the middle. So I I don't know how you can tell if a guy's going to be any good or not. I would say this as a tip: if he's going to the Jets. Chances are, he's not going to work out. Why? Because of the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So that brings us to what I think might be Francesa's greatest mush. What is a mush? A mush is a term, it's a horse racing term, in which you talk too soon. You jinx yourself by saying something. Here's the greatest (laughs) Francesa mush, maybe of all time. Um, um, uh, I think someday Sam Donald will
1: own this town. <laughs> I really believe that. I think there will be a day where you say, who's the biggest star in this town? And it will be Sam Donald. He will be the biggest star in this town. I firmly believe that. I might not still be doing the show when it happens. No, you're not. Uh, but maybe I will be. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, Who knows? Uh, I really Uh, believe there will come that time, I think he's that good. I think there will be a time where he is the man
0: in this town. Yeah, and now he's gone. A sixth rounder and a two and a four next year. I don't know why he thought he'd be a big star, because whether he could play or not on the field was one thing, and it didn't look like he really could. Of course, he got mono from kissing his girlfriend in the parking lot at the mall but he um he seemingly had zero personality. He had this weird thousand-yard stare to him. He had the it, Sam Darnold has this big square sort of blocky head and that red hair and and those eyes. He reminded me of the dead-eyed red-haired psychopath Todd on Breaking Bad. I think that's who he was. The the, the, the seemingly innocent kid who uh, had no problem shooting a little kid on a bicycle who intercepted them trying to steal the meth from the train. Ooh, did I spoil it? Sorry. None of that happened if you haven't seen Breaking Bad. And if you haven't, you got to see it. Come on now. So Sam Darnold goes to Carolina. There is story number one. Story number two. ESPN has parted ways with NBA legend and commentator Paul Pierce. This after Pierce posted videos of himself with exotic dancers on Instagram Live on Friday night. Pierce has played a key role on NBA Countdown and other ESPN basketball programming. ESPN has since declined to comment. Yeah, Paul Pierce looked like he was... Very, very high that night. And you got your phone in your pocket and you just say to yourself, what harm could this, I'm just going to go on Instagram live. What's Am I committing any, I don't think he committed any crimes, but he uh, definitely caught the attention of his employer. And so Paul Pierce is gone. Paul Pierce just this evening within minutes posted a quick little Another video on his social media implying he's got something big coming uh, saying, you know, smile, everything is going to be okay. Here, here's the audio. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. Now, maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's got so much money in the bank. Uh, Maybe he'll get picked up by somebody else, but I'm just going to go under the assumption and maybe this is silly of my part, I'm going under the assumption that he liked doing that show, that he enjoyed being a leading voice on the NBA. I'm going to assume it paid nice money, several million dollars a year. I'm going to presume that he liked being with Rachel Nichols and other people at ESPN, and it was a nice second career after his playing days were over that he could have extended for a certain amount of time. If that's the case, if he liked doing it, and the money to him was like, hey, this is good money. This is a couple million dollars a year. It's, no, it's not NBA money, but still. I've got all this former NBA money in the bank, but I want this money too. Assuming that to be true, doesn't he have to say to himself, what the fuck did I do? Why did I screw this up so badly? It's like Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp could have still been doing stuff for NFL Network. But nope, Super Bowl week in Phoenix. Got to get some hookers doesn't want to pay him, throws him out of his room, attracts the attention of uh, the authorities. Next thing you know, bing, bang, boom, he's out of a multi-million dollar post-career announcing gig. Same thing for Donovan McNabb and his DUI case. It's just, it's amazing. They'll never make, athletes will never make the kind of money they made when they played. But at least if you're on TV, you're going to make close to what you made. He'll never come close to making that much money again. What are you doing, for God's sakes? Aaron Charles Rogers hosting Jeopardy for two weeks. Big Jeopardy fanatic. Fancies himself as pretty smart and well-read. I would assume that'd be the case. Handsome as all get out. And yeah, star power. So they say, yeah, you want to drive the boat? Drive the boat. So this guy, in answering the final Jeopardy question, didn't know the answer. So what guys sometimes do is they just write in something snarky, so at least it gets read by you know Alex Trebek, may he rest in peace, Super Scott. Point there, or in this case, Aaron Rodgers. So here's what this contestant wrote for his final Jeopardy answer, knowing he didn't have the real answer, he still had to ask this.
1: Scott, did you come up with the correct response? wanted to kick that field goal <laughs>
0: that is a great question should be should be, should be correct but uh, unfortunately for this
1: uh, this game today that's incorrect and you're going to lose zero
0: wow wow of course referring to the field goal that was kicked by the packers when they were down uh seven I believe in the NFC championship game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers figured we'll get what we can now and we'll come back and go for the win later. A decision I screamed about saying, no, 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 no. And I put it on Rogers to a certain extent that he had to overrule his coach right there. He had to say to his coach, the hell you're taking me off the field. We're going for this. Oh, well, uh, Rogers with uh, some long hair uh, seems to be parted to the side Uh, God, he's just, he's so handsome. Please, Packers, don't fuck this up with him. I, I know he's prickly. I know he's difficult at times. The day that Aaron Rodgers is no longer a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, and if God forbid he follows the path of Favre and he plays somewhere else and he is great somewhere else, you will never, never get over that. You will never forgive yourself for letting it happen that way. I'm trying to impress this upon Packer Nation, who seems to think that Jordan Love is a near sure thing to be great, just like the previous two guys were in Rodgers and Favre, because you know, we're the Packers. We're smart. We're planning ahead. We're being diligent here. We took a first round. We're going to let him marinate, let him learn. I'm trying to tell people it's a total crapshoot with quarterbacks. Hell, look at Sam Darnold. So there's no... There's no indication, per se, that Love can play. I mean, no indication he can't play, but it's it's a roll the dice, and the odds are not in your favor. So the overwhelming odds are that Jordan Love is not going to be even close to Rodgers, and so therefore, I'd stay in the Rodgers business as long as possible. Okay, Let's move on to some listener feedback. And I thank everybody who likes to email me, zabe at yahoo.com. This one from my man EJ Pryor. He says, Zabe, regarding the final calls of the semis and the Gonzaga stunner, Nance and company ruined a key piece of history. They should have just kept their mouth shut. Let the moment be the moment. It doesn't matter that there weren't any fans there. It doesn't mean that they had to add that. Depth or dimension? Compare. Vern Lundquist, 92, Duke, Kentucky. How about Vin Scully, 86 World Series Mets Red Sox Game 6? Dan Hicks, Rowdy Gaines, 08 Beijing Olympics men's 4x100 relay. Uh, Vern's 86 call the Masters. Yes, sir! Al Michaels on the 1980 Olympic hockey team. Do you leave, do you believe in miracles? Uh, things like that. These are just a few examples. So many epic sports moments became more memorable because the announcers shut up after the moment. You know how people screw up what could be an amazing once-in-a-lifetime video because they hold their phone vertically instead of horizontally? Well, that's basically what Nance and Raftery did on Saturday night. Shame, shame on them. Anyway, still a great game. Tonight's game should be fun. Cheers, E.J. Pryor. From the Albert in Tucson, my man Al Mazika, in the TV business in Tucson, Arizona. My not future hometown, although I will make day trips down there, Albert, just to see you. Regarding Adia Barnes and her post-game speech, he said not to excuse Ms. Barnes as coach of the Wildcats, but the reason she flipped off her team, and she didn't flip them off but used the finger, was because they were all supremely pissed that the NCAA TV promo completely left Arizona out of the hype video. To which I say... Who the F produced that and who reviewed it and said, okay, good to go. So I completely understand F them all. Speaking of Adia Barnes, interesting back family story on her. Uh, She is African-American by most definitions. She's very light-skinned, but her father, uh, Robert Barnes or Herb Barnes or Carl Barnes, Former NFL player who divorced her mother at age three, and she did not really reunite with her uh, father until just before he passed away because of, um, uh, I guess, he had some mental illness, and somebody said that, you know, he was in bad shape. So, therefore, um, she connected with him, and it was, I guess, a nice moment. Okay, good. Adia Barnes also gave birth this year prior to the season so when I was listening to her post-game comments I'm like oh I like I like this gal here she is a bad ass here's Adia Barnes talking about what she's been through this year
2: um sometimes I'm a little too transparent I think we kind of saw that the other day on the court but it, I
0: by the way I like the voice has got the coaching hoarseness to do it do
2: what I feel for my team and I, that's all I care about um, don't care about the other stuff. I, I don't know. I just, if I'm passionate about something and I believe it, I'm going to talk about it. Um, I just, um, I don't know. It's just who I am. And sometimes it's, you know, your biggest strength is sometimes your biggest weakness. But there's some things, I represented a lot of things today. You know, um, I look back at my journey with this team. I had a baby right when season started. And took like a week off. Um, it says I took a month off, but I did not. Um, <laughs> I did like, not. I was on Zoom calls four days after having a C-section. That counts so, as work um, these days. It was hard. But my teammate, my team loved on me. And they. Uh, I missed a couple of weeks. So I got a little sick. And they fought for me. I came back. Uh, they were patient. Um, you know, I just, um, I'm happy. So I represented moms. Um, I have a baby here and here crying ready to feed Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how she says that so dismissively. Like, yeah, it's just, dude, damn, baby wants to be fed again. All right.
2: I represent moms. You can be coached. You can be at an elite level. You can do it. You just have to have a village like I do. I represent black females. Don't get here too often, and don't get opportunities. Um, but you know, we—I ha- had an opportunity today on the biggest stage and represented a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, Remind me to play this for Carol tomorrow. I think she'll be totally into it as a mother herself, as a basketball player, and somebody who is fiercely competitive and tough as hell. I think uh, think Carol will be in my position as well on Adia Barnes, full-on, total fan of Ms. Barnes. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. as promised on opening day and the blowback to rob manfred idiot in charge of major league baseball continues on multiple fronts after he decided to pull the all-star game out of atlanta so number 1 the rangers had almost a full house i said it's a full house it was it was close i don't know what the final number is going to be but it was an afternoon game the sun was coming through And people were there, some were wearing masks, some were not, and it was fucking great. First full sporting event in a year and almost a month. And we'll see what happens from here. Now, you know Team Virus is like, here we go, just wait two weeks. And yeah, there's some people that could have gone to the game that could get sick, could end up in the hospital, could die. We don't know. There's actually a story out of Indianapolis about an Alabama superfan, a kid in his early 20s who died after being hospitalized with pneumonia and purportedly COVID after traveling to Indianapolis. The authorities there uh, and the uh, NCAA said that they are doing uh, aggressive contact tracing to see if he was symptomatic at the time and whether or not he came in close contact with anybody else. He was apparently just a very beloved young man, super fan Alabama through and through, heavier guy, and we know that uh, you know weight and obesity is a key complicating factor at all age ranges with the virus. But we don't know, like we don't know for sure, the status of his positive test. I like I want to hear more about his story before I jump to any major conclusions because there was a story early on in the pandemic about a year ago about a young. Photogenic woman in her early 30s who died alone in her apartment in New Orleans and she was awaiting the results of her COVID test. Well, after she uh, got her COVID test back, after she had passed away for whatever reason, it came back negative. And so there was this big rush to conclusions of, oh my God, young woman, She she thought she had COVID, she went to get a test, she was waiting the results and died before the test came back. First of all, the test wouldn't have saved her. And secondly, it turned out not to be COVID. We'll see if it is or not. If if it's a genuine COVID death, it's very tragic. It can happen. And it's very unfortunate. But the Ranger situation is great because it finally has pierced that iron curtain of fear that says, ooh, ooh, I can't go in crowds. There are plenty of people like myself and others who have been vaccinated or others who Understand the actual numbers and actual risk profile that would die to go to a full capacity, normal social group event. If the authorities would just let us, they have allowed that in Texas. And you saw, if you haven't seen, you'll see the pictures. Plenty of people said, I'm in, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to go live life after a year and a month and counting. Now I'm going to go live live my life, but just, just wait. If there is anything that can be glommed onto, if there's any case, any supposed cluster, any sort of exaggeration that team virus can get their claws into on this. Oh yeah. You know, they're going to do it. Hubert Davis is the man at Carolina. He has long since been groomed to be the successor to run to one Roy Williams. Uh, he should do just fine. He seems like a nice fellow. I'm sure he knows a lot about coaching. He was a Carolina legend. He had this to say about the new job. I'm Hubert Davis, and I'm a Tar Heel. And I'm proud, thankful, humbled, appreciative of being your new men's basketball coach for the University of North Carolina. Go Tar Heels. There you go. Go Tar Heels. So they keep it in-house. Carolina likes to keep it with their own, and I get that. Although sometimes you have to say to yourself, you know what, we can't just limit it to people who have Carolina connections. We actually have to, you know, do what we can to get the best possible coach from outside the so-called family. Then there's this, (laughs) Michael Rappaport, who made, I don't want to say his living, but he made his reputation as one of the preeminent trash talkers, supposedly, in public life and social media and whatnot in his lawsuit against Barstool and, uh, and Dave Portnoy, he described in his court deposition, which was filled his legal deposition about the case, about how awful it is for him to go out to the park and go out in public. Now, after he has been humiliated and defamed by Barstool and Portnoy, he appeared, apparently on undisputed with Shannon and Skip. And this was Michael Rappaport.
2: So you've had time to really think about everything.
0: Oh, it's
1: been uh it's been crazy. Uh it's been tough. Um you know the last few days have been tough have been crazy. I, I've gone out of the house and I get, you know, sneers and I get finger pointing and 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 I don't do good with sneers and snickers. And then I actually uh went to the to the dog park with my dog and people that usually, you know, say hello and even play with my dog. They don't want to play, play with my dog wheezy. And then, you know, I, I went to my coffee shop and they said, uh, not today cupcake. And it's weird. It's like, why are you, why are you calling me cupcake? And then I get online and social media and, you know, I know I put it out there, but, uh, you know, people online, uh, have, have been so, So cruel and, and
0: mean, and, and I have to say, wow. And this was on television. So this, you can't even say, well, he's just hamming it up to try to bolster his case in court. The defamation part is, has already been dismissed. I think the only thing left of his lawsuit against Barstool is whether or not he was terminated unjustly breach of contract. So this really wouldn't matter. Wow. Okay. Michael Rappaport can dish it out, but can't take it. Speaking of dishing it out and not being able to take it, I mentioned the pushback on MLB. So Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, put out a statement saying, basically to Major League Baseball, you know what? I was going to throw out the first pitch today, but not anymore. Not after you've taken a stance, a firm, partisan stance on the side of of the Democrat Party to uh, object to Georgia's new voting restrictions. So that's one bit of pushback there. Marco Rubio, who whatever you think of him, and you can hate his guts if you want, that's fine. He's a politician. There's not many admirable ones out there. Points out the fact that Rob Manfred is a member at Augusta National. And so therefore, he said, well, I assume since Augusta is in Georgia, you will be resigning your membership from the vaunted Augusta National Golf Club in similar protest because it does not reflect your values, which is what you said Major League Baseball was doing. Of course he's not going to do that. And I think Rubio in his letter said, yeah, I'm not expecting you to do that either. I will, if he does... Let go of that, uh, pop, that, uh, you know, membership. I will pick it up, but I'm only going to pay the monthly dues. What's that? There's no, it's a yearly. Oh, okay. I will only pay the cart fees if I pick it up, if I'm allowed to pick it up, but I will still gladly do that if Rob Manfred wants to drop his membership to Augusta National. It'd be nice if Augusta would push back and play offense and say, wow. Commissioner Manfred is now officially barred from the premises and kicked out of the club. We have revoked and tracked down his green jacket. And anybody who wants to try to ferry him in here under false pretenses will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Of course, they're not going to do that because the club likes to move in quiet, silent ways. And so, therefore, they're going to say, hmm. If asked, they'll say, that is a club matter, and we are not going to comment on it. Got an update on the Bike Smash guy. A number of you asked, hey, where do I get that video of the anti-masker is what he is being dubbed. He's not so much an anti-masker. He's a guy saying, people... Stop for a second and wake up and see what's going on here on a number of fronts. There's a longer video than the one I played. you. It's like five minutes of him going through the streets of downtown Vancouver.
1: Absolutely 100% loves you and wants you to be healthy and happy. So there's no need to think for yourselves. Just do what you're told, everybody. Do what you're told. Do what the media tells you. Believe what the media tells you. Believe what the government tells you. The government is your friend. Trust the government. Trust mainstream media. They 100% love you. Vaccines are good for your health. Social distancing is good for your health.
0: So apparently he was part of a slow-moving, peaceful protest by car in Vancouver. The guy who smashed his window in with a bike has apparently been arrested, and police are recommending charges of mischief and assault with a weapon against, a 52, against the 52-year-old man with the bullhorn. The man is scheduled to make his first appearance in court May 12th. You know, it's going to be get dismissed or knocked down to basically nothing, but it's going to be a bit of a hassle. I read the comments from any people on the tweet with the video from those who agree with the bike smashing guy like, yeah, you fucked with the wrong people. You think we're a bunch of passive pussies. Well, we're not going to take it. And these right wingers get their disinformation and they try to spread that around. So you're going to pick up somebody else's bike and start wailing it on the side of a car. And, and you're telling me you're mentally stable. You're mentally okay. You're, you're able to process everything and say, well, I know this guy is taunting us. And there might have been some things the government said that turn out to not be true, but I still believe they're doing their best to inform the public. And so this Yahoo doesn't think so. So whatever. He's driving down the street. He'll be gone and out of my life. And let's see, checks, watch, 10 seconds. No, you pick up a bike and you start smashing the windows Because you're so mad somebody could have that opinion. Wow. Then there's this woman. This is taken from an elevator somewhere. A woman gets on an elevator with another woman. She is apparently wearing a mask, I think. Both women are wearing a mask. But the younger woman, who is young and petite and thin and I think at very little risk from the virus, although she says she's got a very serious pre-existing uh, immune condition that puts her at risk she is losing her ever-loving mind because the two of them are just sharing a brief elevator ride
1: my girl here wants me to come out of the elevator so she can come out of the elevator because it's a small space we're supposed
2: to maintain social distancing i don't understand why you can't just I well, least but,
1: but, to me but, but, when I asked you nicely well, you have been your You didn't ask me nicely.
0: You said She was wearing her mask below her nose. That's why she was wearing a mask, but it wasn't good enough for this woman. Get
1: the fuck out the elevator. I that after
0: you. No, 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 no. You have a giant wall. Can-
1: oh, my, oh, no. see- oh, my girl. My girl. Hold on. Me. Hold on. My girl. You want to stand in
0: there? She's, a- she's carrying a big box of letters. Elevator
1: with me. And catch it, look, you're not making sense, I and mean, you might as well get off at your floor. I'm trying to you're get off at my floor, I can't
2: come close to you. Do you not understand that I have an extremely compromised immune system? You are a delivery person incorrectly wearing the mask inside is this, of me. Is, is this incorrectly
1: worn, guys? Is this incorrectly worn? It wasn't like that the whole fucking time!
0: Oh my god. And then she storms off the elevator. I actually feel sad for that young woman because she clearly has some emotional and mental issues. And I just don't, this whole thing, people, it can't end soon enough. It cannot end soon enough. It is tearing apart society and its fabric at every possible juncture. Oh, and then one more on this today, the CDC, updated its guidance on what they are calling hygiene theater. Now they are urging cities and companies and other places to stop with the obsessive spraying down, wiping down and use of surface cleaning agents to try to combat the spread of COVID because it doesn't spread via contact with surfaces. Very little evidence of this. They say your risk is one in 10,000 of catching the virus off of a surface. Now, you personally, you're free to go wipe down whatever area you want to wipe down. Wipe down your cart. Wipe down your seat. Hell, there was a woman at the airport as I was charging up my laptop and my iPads who came to sit down next to where I was and she wiped down the seat and she wiped down the counter. I had no problem with it. I thought to myself, yeah, you know what? Probably good idea. Who knows what kind of shit is on there? Nacho sauce and whatever. But I have no problem with that. But they're now urging these entities. The CDC is like, look, it doesn't transmit via surfaces. It is airborne, which has been known for at least six months for those of us who have been following along. Now they updated. Do you think a lot of companies... And jurisdictions and cities are going to immediately cease doing what they're doing with the hygiene theater and the spraying down and the wipe. No. No, they're not. They're going to be like this poor woman in the elevator losing her shit because somebody had their nose below their mask for 40 seconds in an elevator ride and wouldn't get out first. You watch. It's going to be hell. Unfucking hell the minds of the most fragile and convincible in society but at least the cdc said enough of the hygiene theater it's a start and i'll take it oh my goodness look at the time well that was a breezy 33 minutes and it was all in one take not too shabby for a washed up radio guy right thank you for listening where is the guest today i don't have a guest and I'm under 40 minutes. Sue me. Did you see the length of yesterday's excellent podcast with Sally and Andy? An hour and 10 minutes. I mean, you know, I should be giving you a crisp 35 to 40 every day. Should be consistent. You know, you're here for a good time, not a long time. I should be able to be get out my points, what I need to say, what's interesting, funny, educational in 40 minutes or less. So you smash these two together. I've given you over the first two days. One hour and 45 minutes of free content. Okay, don't be so sensitive. Every now and then I am sensitive. If you do like this podcast, rate and review. It helps with our algorithmic overlords. Tell a couple friends. Keep growing, Zabecast Nation. We know there's a lot of other podcasts out there you can and do listen to, and I do as well. But your visitation of this little slice of audio enjoyment is most appreciated by your host. Thanks for listening. Sorry the game was late tonight. And we will see you tomorrow, Power Lunch Tuesday, and we will talk about it with Carol and Adrian Dantley. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time.
1: Away. Like all-
0: Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding